Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. Is that enthusiastic enough for you? Yes, that was very enthusiastic. Okay. Hello! <laughs> Hi everyone. And Bart's here. <laughs> and Bart's here. Alex was very late, so she finally showed up. We could have recorded five episodes in the time it took. But alas, now it is. I'm living my best life. Late um, I was jamming to some Maroof. I got in the zone and I lost track of time. I'm sorry. Was... The Siren Song music video came out, guys. I've been, <laughs> I've been feeling things. Okay. <laughs> I was jamming to Maroof on my way here while I looked for parking. Forever. Anyway, um, we have another great episode uh, for you guys today. We'll be going over the entries from Azerbaijan, Armenia. Macedonia and Sweden. Woo! Oh my! Can we? We can cuss. Fucking God! We've been cussing all the time. I know, Literally. guys, but I'm feeling a new wholesome part of life right now. It's a big week, Sweden. Because Sweden is here. Two of the hottest men in Eurovision 2019. And There's so much. Two time. other songs in between them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we're going to give everyone a fair and equal chance at affection. <laughs> right. I mean, how hot you are does not actually determine how much we like your song. Just how much we like watching the video. Yes. So. That is a very fair. I approach. mean, but some, some may say that you can hear the hotness in the voice. Others may say, no, Alex, that is not a thing. Shut the fuck up. You <laughs> definitely hear the hotness in Maroof's voice as a sign. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes, you can. The best um, 2019 winner that never was. But alas, <laughs> since Maroof can't be here, I guess we'll have to settle for Chingis. Can I Can I no. real quick just say, like, no. my favorite? No. Yes. No, I want to get to Chingis' Hold on. Video. Hold on. I need that little My favorite spot. tweet, my favorite tweet in the Eurovision Twitterverse was when the announcement that Madonna was going to perform at Eurovision came out. Someone was like, wait, like, don't you mean Maroof? And it was like, that's how we all feel. Like Madonna, like nobody wants you. We all just want Maroof. Now we can get to change. I mean, I would tr <laughs> obviously trade Madonna for Maroof if I could. But if we're going to have a gay icon at Eurovision, I'm not mad about Madonna. There's like gay icons I would prefer to Madonna. I guess. Why couldn't they bring back like a famous person who was shaded? Like apparently I just, Bart and I just realized this week, Olivia Newton-John performed when ABBA won in 1974. Like bring her back. Let her have her little like rebuttal slash like clap back episode on stage. It would be beautiful. Okay. Anyways, Madonna's performing. <laughs> there are hot men videos for us to watch while okay. we get to listen at home to them to their hot voices. I mean, you can YouTube them, Alex. <laughs> they can YouTube them. <laughs> uh, Azerbaijan has chosen Chingiz Mustafayev uh, to be their representative, and Chingiz has spent the weeks leading up to Eurovision thirst trapping us all on Instagram. Okay, I have some qualms with the social media presence, <laughs> but like I can leave them for after the song. True, okay. Uh, Chingiz is singing the song Truth, and let's take a listen. Out of the mirror, it's getting clearer, but the night of the blue, she crashes the room. Gotta remember, she's a killer with that freaking perfume. Girl, it's too soon. It's been so hard to feel So shut up about it 
of just feel like Azerbaijan, they're coming off a disappointing year last year when they didn't make out of the semifinals, which is pretty big for them. Because honestly, I feel like they do a pretty good job of Eurovision. Like, they pump some oil money into it. <laughs> like, find some, like, hot Azerbaijani to, like, come up and sing a pretty generic pop song. And, like, I fucking love it. Like, he's hot. Like, the song is good. Like, I, I think... It is easy to get lost in like a lot of his like shirtlessness in the video, but I do think it's like not an outstanding pop song, but it's very solid. It gets stuck in your head. It's definitely like you're gonna talk to jam to while you're walking. I could definitely see myself dancing-ish to it. Like not a total banger, but sol solid. I would say it's not a banger, but it's a bop. Yeah. Know? Like <laughs> it's <laughs> um, like it's I don't know, yeah, it's like super catchy, like I just it kinda makes you really wanna move, like I do, and I love this video. Like, it's obviously because Chingus is hot and he's shirtless, but also because it's just, like, really artistic. I love the colors. All about the artistry. Yeah. <laughs> he's not naked. He's nude. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I love this entry. It's honestly, like, in my top ten. And, yeah, go Chingus. I'm here for it. I mean, uh, yeah, he's hot. <laughs> We're being better than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good song. Like, I, I think that they honestly, like, like you both said, like they bring talent to Eurovision every year and it was a little sad that they didn't do so great. But this one, I definitely feel like is going to make it out of the semis. And I'm really interested to just see like the staging. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I don't think he can like float around in a pool, but there are like some artistic parts of the video that I think would be really cool to see live. I mean, if he comes on stage shirtless, he will absolutely make it out of the semifinal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this song is significantly better than I Cross My Heart. So I... Yeah, I, love I Cross My Heart. My heart. So, so, I mean, uh, we have to do like a real shout out to Miracle by Samra. That girl was not sing, but she was hot and it was like a pop Oh my god. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so amazing um yeah so Chinese recently made an instagram for eurovision that i definitely recommend following but i will say just as like a free marketing consulting advice like he posted a couple of weeks ago this like shirtless picture of himself on instagram stories that was like also a poll like have you ever been in a toxic relationship <laughs> yes or no because apparently that's what the song is about which like i guess is true um, and I hope it's meaningful for him, but like, maybe don't casually ask like very deep questions about people's relationship history on an Instagram poll. I don't know. Well, like, you know, on top of a gym selfie. Like. It, yeah, it kills the vibe like a little bit for me. <laughs> I just like how he's like- I don't like, know, like, I like that he's in tune and he wants to know like what his fans have been through. Like, like. thirst trapping, like relationship trauma. <laughs> He's just like posting pictures of himself like on his like like travels from like 2015. He's like yeah. doing yoga in like the Azari Mountains. Like, have you ever been to Turkey? <laughs> What's your favorite part of Turkey? <laughs> like, like an it's very, ambassador over here. It's ambassador very changes. though. I do have to say, like he's really he's trying hard. The video of the acoustic version of Truth, where he's just making like sex eyes at the camera the entire time. He gets it. Uh, he knows why we love him, and I respect that. We're all just going to rule over him, so we can go to the next song. Okay. I'm going to cut us off. That's that's <laughs> fair. Um, next up is neighboring to Azerbaijan, Armenia. 
who is sending Sir Book with the song uh, Walking Out. And let's take a listen to that. Who are you? What do you really do when you have to find the agony that's am back with you? Who are you? Who you want to depend, defend, hope on? Can you function on your own? Are you from those who swallow down the pain, disgrace, the sin and sin? When the one you love so much can take your soul and break in So I freaking love these like powerful female voices that we're getting this year. Like she's belting out, she's doing amazing. I mean, I love to see how she sounds live because with Eurovision, like you never really know until you know. But I thought the music video was very artistic. Like seeing a woman shoved around on stage is a little bit like in the Me Too era. Like, oh my God, I feel like I should do something. Um, and I was also a little confused by some of the scenery. Like, it was like American Horror Story meets, like, American Beauty. But overall, like, I'm all about it. I thought, I think I mean, this I think is it's really about, like, leaving an abusive relationship or something like that, right? Like, it's about literally, like, walking out on your, like, abusive partner. Um, yeah, that seems, seems, seems like a good guess. Yeah. Based on a quick, um, scan. <laughs> so, so, like, quick question is, like, in the, in the video, she's, like, surrounded by 15 men. Is she just, like, really bad at picking partners, <laughs> or? I think it's, like, a visual metaphor. <laughs> These like, all the men, like, guys, I never get the right one. And I was like, girl, you're just. She's being pushed around, and she's walking out. You know, she's overcoming all the people trying to keep her down. Men. Through abuse. Oh, so that comment is sort of the least feminist thing I've ever heard on this podcast. You're the only woman surrounded by two gay men. I don't think that has anything to do about feminism. It's like either literal interpretation of like 15 men pushing it down. Like, okay, does that say that like all your choices you make are bad, or is it just one man and they're literally all over? Like, that has literally, nothing to do with this, gender. This is victim blaming. That has Maybe nothing to do with gender. <laughs> This is what we get for recording at, like, 9.30 p.m., guys. I will say, though, I love that it's, like, men who are saying that it's victim-blaming and so anti-feminist when I'm making a statement about maybe okay, she makes bad choices Okay, what do you think about the men. song, guys? <laughs> I, for one, think it's great. Actually, no. Like, I, I, I think her voice is really great. Um, for some reason, I, like, lose interest in this song really quickly. I can't, like, it has all the ingredients that make me want to like it, but then for some reason, like, when the chorus comes around, I just, like, stop listening. She does repeat it a lot, like, (laughs) that's probably why, like, there isn't a lot of additional content, like, verse content beyond the chorus. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, like, a solid song, it's a little, like, kind of, like, dark, punkier, like, edgy pop kind of vibe, but something, it just doesn't, like... 
feel like it's just not as like catchy or like have mm-hmm. as much of a hook as like a Eurovision song needs to really kind of like grab you. Like I can see myself like if this played on the radio like once every hour for like a couple of weeks, like I would end up really loving it. But I'm not gonna like instantly latch onto it after one mm-hmm. one or, or a couple listens. I think the verse and the pre-chorus are really catchy and really solid. And like the chorus, I feel like like I can't think of what's wrong with it. It's just missing something. But she, which is I mean, why I kind of lose like, interest then. She reaches pretty high notes. Oh yeah, so she's an incredible. I think singer. that I think that when when you see when we see it live, it'll probably be a lot more grabbing than I think so. The studio That's version. true. I could definitely see them having a cool stage. Yeah, like her. Like, I mean, you can't tell as much of the video, but if she kind of has, she's kind of has like, like that edge that. Was it Slovenia? Valenay had last year. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, if you can, like, really rock the kind of edgy, like, really strong stage presence, like, if, like, that can really stand out, so... Oh, I meant more, like, vocal. I wasn't even thinking oh, staging. No, I think both. Because, like, I mean, I thought... I didn't think Valenay brought, like, vocal-wise. I mean, sure. I mean, it was good, but her her vocals weren't necessarily very impressive. But, um... What's her name? I forgot her name. Sir Book. Yeah, Sir Book. I think that she has a lot of potential to actually, like belt and do an impressive belt i think she had like the vocals and the belting and like the personality and that kind of like edge to like the song lends itself to like that would definitely help with it and armenia is pretty good at staging so i think assuming they do a decent job this has a safe chance of getting into the final um do you think they're gonna depend on like performance art more so or visual effects i think it's gonna be a mix because she's she's got the vocal talent to really stand out but i think there they have the potential to do a lot of cool visual stuff as well like i mean like the visuals of the video are really striking mm-hmm. um so if they can play on that somehow i think they they have a good performance on their hands and could could easily make it to the final yeah although if they rip the video i could also see them like <laughs> severely like failing in many aspects missing Just, the mark yeah missing the mark like if you use too much tech for simplistic. Well, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It can go both ways. I'm not going to put all my eggs in this basket, but I do like the song. Yeah, I mean, Armenia, I kind of think of it like Azerbaijan. Don't kill me, Armenians. I'm sorry. Um, but in the sense that, like, they... Like, last year they were both misses, but, like, other years they're both hits, right? Like, they yeah, like they, they both have the potential to do really well. They always send something pretty good. I agree. Okay. Um, okay, next up, we have Mas- North Macedonia's <coughs> entry, um, Tamara Tedeska, a Eurovision alum herself. Um, so she's coming back. Although when the did thir- you perform this? I forget. <laughs> good job, Max. <laughs> Sometime within the last 10 years. <laughs> she performed in some year. <laughs> 2000... 2008. Cool. Uh, yeah, as part of a trio, I believe. And what placement did she get? They didn't do great. Yeah, they, they didn't do great. <laughs> they got 10th place in the semifinal. And so they, they barely made failed it. failed to qualify for the final. Oh, really? I thought based on the decision of the jury. I don't know. That was so long ago. Yeah. Different rules back then. Anyway, Tamara Tedeska is back with the song Proud, another feminist anthem. Um, So let's hit play. Girl. 
For every tear the world makes you cry Hold on to me, I am always on your side Don't be afraid to spread your wings and fly Tell them, raise your voice and say it loudly Show them what it means to stand up proudly this but let me explain why i don't like it when you make a song that is so like corporately focused on trying to win me over because i'm a woman to such an extent like oh like let's have a video with like people of like all different shapes and sizes and sexualities not of color apparently but that's beside the point uh hairstyles (laughs) And you're like releasing it on International Women's Day. You're like, this is the feminist anthem. It's like, no, bitch, I will tell you what I think is a feminist anthem. And this is not something that I'm going to get behind because honestly, the song is boring. So you didn't win me over. Congratulations. Yeah, it is just so (laughs) contrived. Like, I just, it doesn't speak to me as, as an ally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Or whatever. Thank you, Max. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I <laughs> he's like cautiously, like as as an as an ally. <laughs> I think this song like could be pretty. Like it has like a nice piano. Like the melody's fine and her voice is fine, but it does just feel very like. Yeah, the video just seems very like. We were gonna target this demographic, and like yeah. this, like this is what like the I don't know what, what the focus group told us like people <laughs> will react to these days. Um, and I'm sure like it does mean a lot to tomorrow. And I'm sure like if she like maybe you know and when you see it live, it'll feel less like that, and you'll feel more connection. To maybe, it, but and that definitely I think we all kind of have the same reaction. Here. And about and about the notes, like I feel like she, you know, it was. What's what makes a ballad that doesn't have a lot of background music to contribute it? What makes it really good is a lot of vocal range and diversity. And I honestly felt like it, she had that she was hitting the same, you know, five or six notes of the, but it never there was no like diversity beyond that you know it stayed in that safe range that she's comfortable with and i was like okay if you're gonna make it like go crazy like i want to be surprised i want to you know like fall down on the ground and be like yes queen and in this i'm like you ain't no queen (laughs) (laughs) that's basically yeah i mean I, i think her voice is really great and i can almost feel that she's feeling the song but it doesn't translate <laughs> that well. And maybe live it's a little better, but I don't yeah, think I think you're right. Like, if you're gonna, scenes. oh yeah, I don't think so either. 
But I think, like, if you're gonna, yeah, make it, like, a really minimal song as far as, like, backing, like, you really have to bring it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think she does, like, the song itself, like, what she has to play with, sure. She sells it in her own way, but I don't think there's enough there. Yeah, I didn't it. Enjoy it doesn't keep like, my attention. It, like... I enjoy it yeah. as, like, street art in, like, a New York subway, you know? But, like, not on the Eurovision stage. I mean, it's just overshadowing the true feminist anthem of 2019, which is Sister. So. Get us started. <laughs> We're going to start saying some really problematic stuff soon. Have we, we, have we done Sister? Yes, yes. It was like in our second episode of the season. First episode? That's One of how, them. That's how memorable it I is. I think I blocked it out, honestly. The trauma. <laughs> I think we were just upset that it won. That we didn't really give it a chance. Okay, never mind. I thought, I thought, mind. The, I thought the true feminist anthem was... <laughs> for 2019 was Switzerland. She got me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the true feminist anthem is Siren Song. <laughs> I definitely agree. But I think Alex and I have been waiting many weeks Hold to on. talk about the next can song. I, can I do a drum roll? I feel like it's warranted. Can you yes. do it with me? Are Three, two, one, go. Sveria! Sweden's entry, Too Late for Love, by John Lundvik. Aren't we so excited? Honestly, That's no, so you just play it. Like, the, we need, hold on, give, give the audience a good three seconds to mentally prepare their mind and genitals for what's about to happen. <laughs> Take a deep breath with us. <laughs> and listen. Here is Sweden. Came and went, but nothing ever really felt the same. But you left a space where everything reminds me of your face. Is it too late for love? Mm-hmm. Is it too late for love? I want to know. I could be the sun that lights your dark. everyone just came with me it's fine <laughs> this is not only one of the best songs of 2019 it is just the fucking anthem of life okay i'm more excited about this song and it being out than i'm excited about beyonce and the lion king and that is saying a lot okay john lundvik is bay this song is fucking fire and i get so into it that I start believing in God and love again when I listen to his beautiful, beautiful, beautiful voice. I will say for the record, like, 
this song has been out for weeks at the point of recording this, and we were still like jamming, like near tears, like singing along. Um, for me personally, when like in the Melody Festival in the performance, when he goes over and he's there, and the second chorus, like the backup singers are coming out and they like backlight them, and you see them, and you're like, oh shit, the singers out there, they're not just a recording. Like, I, I get chills. This song is incredible. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I do really like this song. Go die, Max. <laughs> wow. <kidding. laughs> okay. Um, I I do actually think this has the best chorus of any song in in Eurovision 2019 easily. Like, I agree. It is a very well crafted song. It is great. Like I I was with so you singing along and hot and just sweet. And perfect. And we need to give a shout out to our girl. Our girl, Ashley, who apparently one of the backup singers is American and she is from here in D.C. Like the rest of us, her job would not give her time off to go to Eurovision. So she quit her job and moved to Sweden. She's us. And she's living the life we all want to live. And so, Ashley, our girl, if you're out there and listening, we love you. Come on our podcast. And we just want to like, talk to you. If you need, like, I mean, I can vouch for the three of us not having a voice because I've heard all of us sing, including <laughs> myself on recording. Like, but if you need, I don't know, like, Americans to do something else. Like, I don't even know what be we your would groupies. do. We would just be your groupies. And we'd be like, oh my God, John, he's so cool. And really build up hype. Like, please let us know. Star Spangled Eurovision, we love you so much. Okay. I will say, um, I mean, it's no surprise. Sweden always, especially in the last probably like, 10 or 15 years, always just like knocks it out of the park with Eurovision. They have Melody Festival in, which is like this extravaganza. They get crazy into it. Like, all, like, I feel like half the songs that go through Melody Festival and have better stagings than most Eurovision songs. That's yes. like, a thousand percent true. If you haven't seen the video for Toyed for Love, like, it's already, like, built to a T. Like, they have the camera angles down, yeah. like, the face and everything. And I feel like just because of that, there's, like, an ingrained bias towards Sweden these days amongst, like, diehard Eurovision fans. Because if you don't want to love Sweden, it's, like, loving, like, the Yankees or, like, some, <laughs> like, someone who always does the really Patriots. well. The Patriots, yeah. But, like... John Lovett, he's just, like, so charismatic and sweet, where I feel like, like, Benjamin and Grosso last year was, like, also hot, but, you know, like, felt a little bit more manufactured, yeah. like, still a great performance, like, it was kind of easy to be like, ugh, like, I don't love him as much, but, like... And, like, at the end John, of the day, ugh. I feel like... At the end of the day, like, if Sweden wins every three years because they bring John Lundvik on the stage, like, I'm fine with that. I love him so much, guys. <laughs> So much. I think we know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also I mean, just trying to explain to myself, you know, like how much I love him and how, you know, probably not healthy it is. <laughs> this is going to be like evidence of your court hearing. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, I do like him. Back. I like him about as much as I love Mons in 2015, yeah. which is probably a sign of what's to come at Eurovision. I don't want Sweden to win because I just don't want Sweden to win. That said, this is a this is a good Eurovision. If John Lundvik wins, song. if John Lundvik wins, 
I will see you anywhere in Sweden. I don't even care. I'm going. I don't care if you guys don't want to come with me and I have to do it by myself. Like, I will bring a GoPro and I will show you my experiences firsthand. I and do, it'll be beautiful. I feel like we need to end the drool fest at some point. But I feel like we left out the best part of the story, honestly, which is that Jean-Lovic actually wrote the song that Michael Rice is taking for Britain, Bigger Than Us. But the Swedish broadcasting well, hold commission on. was basically so he, like, yeah, that song's crap. And like, you're not going to sing that. And well, you're going to sing this song. But and to add on to that, like, John John Lundvik wanted to sing Bigger Than Us more yeah. than he wanted to sing the song, which just goes to show how well the Swedish broadcasting company, like, has picked their choices because... They know what's up. They know what's up. Even beautiful, perfect singers sometimes need, like, a big Swedish corporation to tell them what to (laughs) sing. And it's easily the right decision. I really want the UK to have a Spets result in many, many years with Sweden's trash. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like that would be so funny. Well, but it was, like, all over... It was all over the um, the Scandinavian media. So both like the Norwegian, Danish, and Swedish papers were writing about how oh if John Lundvik won or if the UK won, like he has double chances to win. And they were like, yeah, like he should be canceled. You know, it's not fair. And you could just clearly hear through all of their sad pleas that it's because they know that. John, I mean, I don't think that the UK is going to win for that song. And I think that there's like an irrational fear that it might. But like, <laughs> there's a rational fear that Too Late for Love could win your I also feel like if Bigger Than Us wins, like, it's not really a victory for John Lundvik. Other than like, he wrote the song, yay, but like. I mean, he doesn't get he to go on the stage, Eurovision. but that it is a big Eurovision win. song contest, technically. Yeah. yeah. Fine. How is that not a huge win? I mean, it's, it's okay. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to get into like the deep underbelly of what the Scandies have already said, but I, I do agree that like he has two chances of taking home the glory on this one. That's it. I think I think uh, Too Late for Love will sweep the jury vote. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> yes. Um, whether it wins the popular vote is yet to be seen, as we saw with Benjamin Negroso. Sometimes you can maybe that not win the ju- do very well with the juries and then get no points. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Benjamin Negroso was like okay, but it wasn't like in my mind I really when I that read song, it. I, well, when I heard it, yeah, I also like that song. Also, his album is really good. But I didn't think when I heard it that it was like a winning. Song. I don't know. But like, what do you think? Did you think it no, was a winning no, song? No, I, didn't I just think don't think he has yeah. that same charisma. Yeah. And like, John, like you, like you, like when you watch John Love, like, it feels like he's like your friend. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he's, he's so smiley and earnest, and like, yeah, the audience that I feel like will be yeah. like very hard to top. And again, like we have already seen it, and it's a proven. They got that yeah. proven audience connection. Yeah. Another like the last, I guess, like fun fact is his daughter told the Swedish media that she was actually like a little upset that her dad won Melody Festival because she was rooting for someone else, which number one, I think is ballsy and you need to, you need to woman up real quick because you're wrong. Okay. I don't care how old you are. You're wrong. But number two, 
Why would you tell that to the media? Like, way to not Because she don't give no fucks. <laughs> she really... She just tells it how... She's sassy. She must be a teen. She must be a teen. I don't know if, she, like, <laughs> she told the media that directly. To no, fair. she did, like, in an interview. Yeah. <laughs> they were, like, quote for quote. Like, she said, there was this other song. It didn't even make, like, the top three, but there was, like, another song that she was rooting for. Okay, well, fuck that other song. Yeah. We had too late for love. This is, this is the clear winner of Minute Melody Festival in... And we will be crying. And possibly Eurovision. <laughs> when he sings it live. Yeah. True. Okay. Well, on that note, let's all cool down a little and say goodbye. I'm uh, sorry. I'm way too high priced. I'm going to be on a repeat for like an yeah. hour after this podcast ends. True. <laughs> I'm still like, like my tear ducts are still going crazy and it's not even a sad song. It's just, I'm so happy when I hear it. <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> you can follow us on social media. <laughs> you can uh, follow us on Twitter at SSE underscore pod on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision on Facebook at facebook.com slash Star Spangled Eurovision. Send us your thoughts um, through email uh, to Star Spangled Eurovision at gmail.com. Do you love Sweden as much as these two do? Quick question. Bart, like, can you figure out if John Lundvik is on any of these social media? Uh... Yes. I mean, he is. Yes. Because he's a person yes. in 2019. He tweets? Probably. John, I'm coming at you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, goodbye, and we will see you next week. Thank you. I'm too shook to say bye.